January 1st, 2024. It'll be a long time before we all write that down correctly, right? It takes me about a month of writing checks or writing the date down before I go from 23 to actually getting it to 24, but it'll happen eventually. And it certainly happened for the 49ers in our nation's capital while up the road in Philadelphia, the Arizona Cardinals were giving the best late Christmas gift any NFL team has gotten from another team in their own division because of the Cardinals' shocking upset win over the Eagles. The one seed is the 49ers. How about that? Happy Plus year. I mean, what more do you want to start your season? It would have been impossible for the 49ers to have accomplished more in the 2023 calendar year and this regular season than get a one seed. You know, we'll see what they do now, but the playoffs haven't started yet. All you can do before the playoffs start is, hey, try to win your division. You did that? Well, can you be the one seed? And the answer for the 49ers is yes, they can be that. They are that. And what a luxury that they have because of it. Not only do they get the bye week for them in the postseason that is wildcard weekend, but they also get to take this Week 18 game against the Los Angeles Rams and sit as many vital components and important pieces as they can get away with sitting. It doesn't matter. Week 18 to the 49ers matters about as much as a preseason game. And if you're saying, well, look, you, you know, maybe you knock the Rams out if that's the way the math breaks out and all that stuff, who cares? Who cares? You can't, don't even worry about that. Their own business is the only business they need to handle. And no matter what team shows up in front of them between now and their two playoff, I mean, the, the Niners are two wins away from a Super Bowl. There you go. It, do, it doesn't get much better than that. And to have a team, have a team like the 49ers get not just one, but two weeks of rest now baked into the end of their season. It's incredible. It's incredible that the 49ers have that because when rested and when healthy, they're a nasty, nasty football team. So I hope you yourself feel rested and healthy. Uh, skills report saying, hey, you know, just popping in to say go Niners. Yeah, it feels like the right day to do that, doesn't it, Skills? Thank you very, very much. Happy New Year. Happy Plus Year to you. AJ Cruz with a happy Monday. Uh, happy New Year, Plus family. We got our friend La Profesora herself, Sarah, saying fellow Plusers, Feliz Año Nuevo. Glad the Niners gave me a hell of a birthday present yesterday. What? I had no idea that we had a New Year's Eve baby in La Profesora. Happy birthday. I love Sarah. She's been calling in since sports phone. La Profesora. Happy birthday. You know what? Little hair of the dog that bit you. We were doing bottle. We were doing bottle tips in the post game show. It certainly continued. We already got up and did a a, a wake up with Damon and Larry. I, I, I'm drinking a pot of coffee. I still haven't eaten anything. My body says don't take that shot right now, Damon. But we have certain traditions, and when an OG Pluser has got a birthday to celebrate, well, you know, 
<laughs> Happy birthday, Sarah. Thank you so much for being so cool. Uh, and look at everyone. Just feeling good. Feeling good about today. Feeling good about themselves. It's amazing what a football team can do for you, right? Put a little bounce in your step when things are going well, when things are going right. As I discussed with Larry, probably even spent too much time talking about it, is the amount of people who bet their reputations and their farms against not only the 49ers being successful, but Brock Purdy can't play, Kyle Shanahan can't coach, and the 49ers are in borderline incompetence, according to some precincts who pretend to cover the NFL through the uh, prism of their own biases. It's ridiculous. Because what we have got is the 49ers clinching a one seed for the 10th time in franchise history. Uh, what we've got is the very first team in NFL history to have a running back, two wide receivers, and a tight end, each post a 1,000 or more receiving yards from scrimmage in a, in a season. And not receiving yards, but just a 1,000 or more yards from scrimmage because Debo didn't get his 1,000 receiving yards. But we know that uh, you add it all up with what he did on the ground. There's his 1,000 from scrimmage. Uh, Kittle and Ayuk. How about this? George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk are the first pair of players for the 49ers with over a thousand receiving yards since Rice and Owens back in 1998. I don't even think I got that into wake up as Larry and I were going through our just the facts segment. But how about that? I mean, the two most prolific receivers, um, and, and you got Kittle and Ayuk just showing up week in, week out, having an unbelievable season. Um, Brandon Ayuk, seven games this year with 100 or more receiving yards. It's the third most in team history throughout a season. Again, a guy named Jerry Rice had nine in 1995, had eight in 1989. He also had seven in 1990. And Brandon Ayuk, has seven in 2023. He is officially now drifted into the best wide receiver that this team has had, what, since Terrell Owens, since Jerry Rice, since, what, he's better than Michael Crabtree. Um, Brandon Ayuk has had a, a great season for the 49ers, and what a play that Brock Purdy made to him for a touchdown yesterday. And speaking of Brock Purdy and touchdowns, he's the first 49ers quarterback with 30 or more touchdown passes in a single season since 2001. That was Jeff Garcia. He has now become the single season passing yardage leader for the 49ers in team history. So move over Garcia, move over Montana, move over Steve. It's Brock Purdy sitting on that throne now. And what's really cool is no asterisk need apply to that statistic because he did it in 16 games. And I don't think Brock Purdy is doing anything in week 18 other than carrying a clipboard. I wouldn't even have him put his pads on. Uh, Brock Purdy's not playing in week 18 if you're Kyle Shanahan. You got Sam Darnold in here to get you through a game that does not matter at the end of the year. And we'll see Sam in a, cast in another role other than human victory cigar, which he was indeed once again on Sunday. So uh, it just could not have gone very, it, it couldn't have gone any better. You know, the Niners did what they needed to do in D.C., and then the Arizona Cardinals broke the league the rest of their way. And 
Just a fantastic year. A fantastic year. And again, if all you want to do is concentrate on the destination, well, we're getting closer to that. We are getting closer to that. But the journey has been remarkable. The journey has been an awful lot of fun. If you didn't get anything out of it, I'm going to tell you there's a hole in your sports heart that doesn't that, that needs to be filled. That, that really does. It, it needs to be filled. If, if all you understand is Super Bowl good, everything else bad, that's a miserable existence. Look at what Kyle has done in just the last five years of his seven-year now reign as 49ers head coach. They've won 10 regular season games against NFC opponents in consecutive seasons for the first time since 97-98. They were 7-2 and two on the road, and based on the crowds that they got on the road, I don't know if they played a real home or a road game all year, for goodness sakes. It's not like... You know, oh, you're down at SoFi Stadium and 90% uh, of that stadium in L.A. is going to be red. More than 50% of the crowd yesterday in D.C., as I said on the postgame show, there's, there's no doubt that there are more Niners fans on the West Coast. But it might be more fans by about a couple thousand compared to the East Coast because there are Niners fans everywhere. And there's certainly going to be more of them now that they're the one seed. Let's see what happens. But... Uh, Seven and two on the road this season, four and zero oh against the NFC East. They obviously, uh, with a win over the Rams in Week 18, that doesn't even matter if they do that. They will have swept their own division for the second consecutive year. I, I, I'm telling you that the Rams are going to need that game, probably want that game a little bit more than a game that the Niners don't need. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams win. But as I was saying with Larry, once once somebody blows a whistle and there's a football game happening. Everything, all the external pressures and all the variables outside of that game vanish. And it's the guys in between the chalk lines who will all of a sudden realize, oh, I'm in a football game today and I'm going to want to win it. Whether we need it or not, I'm playing, I want to win. So we could still get a great football game, but I don't want to see Christian McCaffrey out there. I don't want to see uh, Brock Purdy out there. I don't want to see Trent Williams out there. I don't want to see George Kittle. I don't want to see Brandon Ayuk. I don't want to see Debo. And I know it's impossible to sit everybody. No depth chart is that big. But anyone who you would draft as the, if this player gets hurt, there's no way you can win a Super Bowl. Anyone who would make that draft cannot play. And everyone else you hope, just remains healthy because with health and with rest, the Niners are brass knuckles and they've got a lot of rest and they will hopefully have a lot of health before the flag goes up on their first playoff game in the divisional round, which of course will be at Levi stadium. They don't leave the time zone for the rest of the year. That's good. That is good for the 49ers. Again, what a remarkable season. What an incredibly entertaining season. It's been an incredible couple of years, and you've had some people decide that they were going to react to these incredible couple of years by just complaining, just bitching and moaning through the whole thing about what they don't like or what they see or what they don't. Kyle doesn't know this. He does too much of that. He doesn't do enough of this. I know an awful lot of people think they know more about what's going on here than he does, but they don't. Kyle's an outstanding coach. Before he wins the Lombardi Trophy, you have to acknowledge that this man is an outstanding coach. When he does win a Lombardi Trophy, if he wins a Lombardi Trophy, 
It will only be the confirmation that everyone else already knows for the doubters out there who think that, you know, there might be a better option for the Niners. Maybe it's, maybe it's time to move on from Kyle here, even though he continues to, you know, be in all these NFC title games. <laughs> There's some crazy people out there who talk about sports for a living. Thank you for being over here where hopefully we hide the crazy as best we can and talk about what's actually going on. And what is going on here is just exemplary, exemplary football. Um, we got Ernest saying, let's go. Everybody call me crazy when I said the Cardinals are going to beat the Eagles. If anybody knows how to beat them, it's going to be their ex-defensive coordinator. Dude, what, what send Gannon a muffin basket, send James Conner and Kyler Murray a muffin basket. What a mitzvah the, uh, the, the, the Cardinals did for the 49ers. I'm sure you've already seen the video of a whole bunch of Niners standing around Mike Silver's iPhone watching the end of that game. And then as soon as it's Arizona wins, they go storming into the locker room to really celebrate. They're the one seed, and they've worked so hard to be the one seed all year long. Every effort, every tackle, every first down touchdown, every pass was in the name of trying to be the one seed all year long. Eagles, 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 Eagles. No one else is going to be the one seed but the Eagles. We know that now. Now, now that the Niners beat Philadelphia, it's still not going to matter. Still not going to matter at all. There's no way the Eagles lose and lose three in a row. And there's no way the Eagles are going to lose the Arizona Cardinals with a one seed still hanging out there. For, there's just no way. There's no way the Niners will trip. The Eagles will never fall off the balance beam again. And today, on the first day of 2024, that city of brotherly love is one of the most miserable places of sports anxiety on the planet. You know, happy new year. What's your resolution? To motherfuck the Eagles for 24 straight hours at the very least. That's what's happening in Philadelphia. Unbelievable. What a turn of events. We got uh, Young Dick Dong. <laughs> young Dick Dong says, it's 2024. We in the future. Motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah I, we are. We're, here we are. We're in the future now. I mean, 2024. 2024 is like a fake date that they would put in a movie that was being filmed in the 90s is like, this is the future. You know, 2024, this will be your dystopian modern society. And in many ways, we've, we've answered that bell. <laughs> but uh, again, no dystopia for any 49er fans. It is, uh, it's a good day to be a Niner fan. Roddy says, sign Kaepernick to a one-day contract. Let him start Sunday. Don't even. We're not opening that again. We're not going down that road again. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Um, Tiger Tank 06. Again, Tiger Tank 06 has been a doubting Thomas this entire way. He or she is always looking for the piano to fall out of the sky and hit the Niners. And there's nothing wrong with that. But without a doubt, a pessimist 
saying that a long rest period doesn't do anyone good, not anyone in baseball or basketball, and certainly not football. This two-week layoff has me a little worried about the Niners going into the playoffs. I don't say this to you often, Tiger Tank, because I like you. You're a wonderful part of the chat. It's good to have you as always. You are wrong. You couldn't be more wrong. You are a thousand percent wrong. A well-rested, healthy Niner team is better than a just-played-a-football-game-last-week 49er team all the time. Not some of the time, all of the time. And they will be practicing. They will be practicing. These will be high-intensity, low-impact practices, but they've just went through a regular season, so everybody's in football game shape Everybody, this is the two weeks off are a blessing. And to even acknowledge them is a worry point. The whole rust versus rest is ridiculous. You don't have a bunch of starting pitchers who are, you know, products of daily routine that might get a little rusty before the playoffs start. This is not baseball. This is not basketball. Football gives an advantage to rested teams. It's baked right in. So don't worry about that, Tiger Tank. Don't. You don't need to worry about that. This is a blessing. By the way, Sarah's been talking me through, you know, the month-long head cold that just will not go away. She's a whiskey pull right now. Uh, it's great cold medicine. Just trust me. Yeah, did it for you, La Profesora. Did it for you. Ted Sanchez, happy, happy New Year's fam. I'm excited for this new year. Ted, let's get rid of 2023. Let's never discuss it again. The only thing good that happened to me in 2023 was getting here. I hate how I was forced here. That kind of ruined 2023. But things have gone great on YouTube Things are incredible in this community that we've built together. I got a beautiful wife. I got healthy children. I got a happy mom. I got good in-laws. I got good, good things in life are happening all around me. And every single time I look at this channel, something better is happening. Something more is happening. And to all of you, I say thank you so very, very much. Hit like. Hit subscribe. It's been great to see so many people support this channel so early in this channel's year. You know, normally it takes a couple of years before you really get up and get going. Um, we've accomplished an awful lot in just nine months here. And this is not me accomplishing it, me and just Jillian accomplishing it. The growth of this channel is directly related to how much you, if you're in that chat right now, if you're watching right now, you are helping me accomplish this. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, it's been an awful lot of fun. Um, again, there's not going to be a Club Plus today. We're just going to kind of go through the comments as they come in. Greedy Greg 415 says, well-earned, and I hope that the couple losses refocus this Niners team and prepare them for the position we put ourselves in. Great job by the team and its ballers. I believe it. Uh, yeah, I mean, this team... I think learns from its mistakes. I think good players do that. I think good coaches do that. And I think the 49ers have a very good coaching staff. And I think that they've got a very talented locker room. 
And I think everyone's pulling on the rope in the same direction, and they learn from mistakes. They learn from things. Look at what a recovery game they just had after a disastrous game on Christmas against the Ravens. By the way, Ravens are pretty good. Ask the Miami Dolphins if you don't believe me. Lamar was unstoppable yesterday. Five touchdowns. <laughs> Greedy Gag says, uh, damn, give that MVP to Lamar. That's fine. It's fuel for Brock to stay the course. And the Madden curse is real, and I definitely don't want Brock on the cover. Fair. Fair. I, I You know, I, I know that that's, uh, that's a real thing. It's a real, it's, I, we can't say it's not a real thing at this point, but uh, Brock Purdy has the opportunity with three more wins before the playoffs are over. Uh, in two wins, he's in a Super Bowl and he's going to become a media darling in that Super Bowl should they get there. And if they win a Super Bowl, as I was discussing with Larry on Wake Up, Brock Purdy will be the most famous player. He'll be the number one story in the NFL, and that makes him the most famous athlete in America. Tiny little last pick of the draft, Brock Purdy, with three more wins, will be the most famous athlete in America. Not bad. Unbelievable. Who would have ever thought? Who could have ever seen that coming? Again, when I, I, I said this already with Larry today. Who would have ever, ever, when, when Kyle Shanahan was cutting or, or, or trading Trey Lance, as he's making that trade, as he's walking up to Trey to tell him what just happened, there's no way in his mind he could have imagined this being the year that Brock Purdy was going to give him. He thought he was going to give him the better year. He thought he was going to give him a good year. Did Kyle really think that Brock Purdy was going to be north of 30 touchdowns and set the single-season passing yardage record? He couldn't have imagined that. He couldn't have really hoped for that and maintained his feet on the ground. But here we are. Roy Boy, Ayuk is on fire. He has been. Absolutely, he's been on fire. And I will agree uh, with this, without a doubt, Mountain Cat, Darnold needs those reps anyways. Yeah, God forbid something happened to Brock Purdy. But if something happens to Brock Purdy, the weight of the entire year falls on Sam Darnold's shoulders. And the only thing that has really fallen on Sam Darnold is his knee hitting the ground in victory formation. So getting him some real live reps that matter for the entirety of a football game in week 18, it's a blessing in disguise. It's a blessing in disguise. Roy Boy, a Niner fan in Michigan. I don't know if you got uh, any skin in the game at the Rose Bowl, but we got... Uh, we got the Wolverines and Crimson Tide. We got all these January 1st bowl games. It's going to be a great day of football. It's going to be a great day of football. Uh, yo, yo, what's up, Damon? Fashionably up late today. You're allowed to do that, Bryce. You do not have to get out of bed early on January 1st. That is a right that uh, all Americans have. 
Uh, Mike says, CMC having 2,023 all-purpose yards after 2023. That's pretty cool. I, I didn't even realize that. I didn't even realize that. But that is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Again, don't give him another carry. Let it sit right there. 2023 yards from scrimmage in 2023. We'll be able to remember that forever. Um, another thing about Christian McCaffrey, I thought this was stunning, is that he has been now with the Niners for 30 games. That includes the postseason games that he's played in. So he's been with the Niners for 30 games, and he scored 34 touchdowns for the Niners in those 30 games, which is the most ever scored by a player in their first 30 games with an NFL team in NFL history. Only Gale Sayers had more. 36. Isn't that unbelievable? So Brock Purdy being mentioned in the same sentence as Gail Sayers is good for business. Um, I think that that completely cements Brock Purdy as maybe one of the bigger impact in-season trades that we've ever seen. Not just in the NFL, but in sports. I mean, it's, it's one thing to show up and make a difference. It's another thing to show up and make a historical difference. Like Brock Purdy in 30 games has scored more touchdowns with his new team than anybody that has ever been traded ever. That's a good trade. That's a really, really good trade. So, unbelievable. Mountain Cat says, what happened to Ronnie Bell? I was so hyped about him. He's a rookie. Rookie wide receivers in Kyle Shanahan's offense have never performed very well. Brandon Ayuk didn't perform very, very well in his rookie year. Remember, he started in the doghouse. So being a rookie wide receiver in Kyle Shanahan's system is a tough place to start a career, but it can really pay out if you learn all the things that he teaches you. Ronnie Bell, the special teamer, now that the playoffs are going to be there, needs to be replaced by Ayuk and Debo. So I don't think we need to worry about Ronnie Bell, but he's young. He was a seventh rounder, sixth rounder. I mean, he's a late pick. Um, you know, I, I I don't think we need to be that worried about him. I don't think he's going to be that much of a factor from here on out. Uh, again, young Dick Dong says Las Vegas finna be a home game. Yeah. Well, how about this? I don't care where the Niners, you put the Niners anywhere, in any stadium, and it's a home game for the Niners pretty much this year. It's been overwhelming, some of these crowd shots that we've seen. Truly. Wes Jameson says, being the one seed scares me. I feel complacency is behind the next door. I hear you. I hear you. Um, I, I will sign up for that level of stress any single time you can offer it to me. And so will every NFL team. And the nice thing that I think makes you need to worry less, Wes, is that they've been here before. You know, they have come to the postseason with all sorts of accolades and home games, and they felt really good about who they are, and they've not got it done in the past. I just don't think complacency is going to beat the 49ers this year. Another football team might, but I don't think it will be because the Niners were complacent. 
or believing too much in their own hype or anything like that. I just think that they have knocked on the door and been stranded on the porch enough times that they're not going to take knocking on the door casually. I don't think that they need to worry about that. Uh, what else we got? Eagles might be one and done. They can't beat anyone. I guess the whole point is anyone can beat anyone at any point in time. Again, I I feel like a broken record. I've been saying this all year. Anybody can lose to anybody. I don't care who you are, who your quarterback is, who's playing, what your record is. And that's what makes this league special. So, look, the 49ers being the one seed guarantees nothing. It just, by definition, makes the path easier. Anyone who has ever been in sales will tell you that it's easier to sell when, you know, they get to go home and sleep in their own bed than being out on the road and sleeping in a hotel. Home field advantage. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. I like it. You should too. I don't think I have to sell you on home field advantage. But a few people, again, stress is real. Football stress is real. It breaks a lot of people. Look at some of the insane people that have been just, forget about biting their nails, they've bitten down to their knuckles. They've been so stressed out all year been so stressed out you know look at it this way as soon as Kyle Shanahan got out of his first two years this has been some really good football but it hasn't won in the Marty Trophy yeah okay I get that this is really good football really good football more often than it's really bad football and this league is built to take a good team and turn him bad overnight I am Iron Man 3000 says the 49ers beat the brakes off the Jaguars who had won five in a row when the 49ers came in off the bye week. Jaguars have, uh, yeah, they, they, they did. I mean, that's a thing. A little rest, right? Jags had some rest in that too. But Niners with rest get scary. They really do. And Niners defense with Eric Armstead is one thing and without Eric Armstead, they're another. So getting Eric Armstead healthy and ready to go for the postseason is paramount to whatever happens in the postseason. I really believe that. And he gets to now get the rest that he needs. I think Juwan Jennings is going to be important. That guy's concussion is more severe than anyone feared or hoped at the very beginning. I mean, he's been out a couple weeks with concussion protocols. So he gets more rest. Christian McCaffrey was seeing his ankle taped and you saw him jogging and you saw how well Elijah Mitchell ran in that game. And that was a good thing because Christian McCaffrey, that ankle was bar that that calf was barking at him. And he now gets to rest that not only one week, but two. Do you think two weeks off is going to be good or bad for Christian McCaffrey? Do you think he's going to be complacent next time he carries the ball in a postseason game for the Niners? I don't, I don't think so. David Young. Hi, D. Bruce. Happy New Year to you and the family. Just briefly checked out the Philadelphia media sites. They're in total meltdown. They need to bring their MVP, Big Dom, back 
Fuck him. Thank you, David. Yeah, the curse of Big Dom is real. Dom, Big Dom might have to leave the city of Philadelphia. It's like a Steve Bartman kind of situation. Again, everyone trying to help with the spilkus that won't go away. Chug half cider vinegar, half honey. Works like a charm. Sounds bad, but I'm up for anything almost. Almost, really. Jay Shaw says, uh, doubt if rest will negatively affect any veteran team like the Niners. I would be worried if it was a younger team like the Lions. They had an extended break. It'd come out a little sluggish. Yeah, maybe. But I look, I, I think any team would take the deal. Any team would take that deal. And your level of rest is to be determined in the practices you decide to have. Will, I don't see anybody beating a healthy and rested 49ers team. I hope you're right. I'm going to be telling you that a healthy and rested Niner team is a bear. An absolute juggernaut. And it's hard to slow the juggernaut down. I read enough comic books to know that. Once he gets going, he's tough to slow down. Bryce Herber says, thanks to 95.7 The Game for being inept. So glad you could get your own shit going and not have to deal with any more BS. Well, thank you. I, again, I, I, I wasn't dealing with BS until the phone call that laid me off. That's when all the bullshit really started. Everything was going swimmingly. I had the number one listened to radio show in Northern California in terms of sports. I was kicking the competition's ass. Ray and I were doing really good things. There is no way this phone call is going to be like letting me go. And I, that's when the bullshit started. But it is good to be over here. I, I Again, if I can just replace the financial hole, the layoff created... Everything's going to be great, but I'm having I'm having more fun over here than I think I've ever had in my broadcasting career, which is drifting into the 20-year lane. You know, I mean, I, I've been at this for a really, really long time, and I would think, you know, oh, man, if I don't go into a studio and I got to go just downstairs, like I'm the guy broadcasting from my basement. I used to make fun of that guy. I, oh, jeez. I don't feel that way at all. I don't, I don't feel that way at all. I thought I might, but I don't. I don't. Um, the moments of doubt, the moments of uh, self-doubt are so much farther and fewer between. I mean, there wasn't a lot of it to begin with. I've always bet on myself. I've always believed in myself. But would the audience follow? Would they, would they figure it out? Would they get here with me? That's a, that's a real question. And I thank you all. From the bottom of my heart, because you have more than followed. Thank you, thank you. All right. James Coniglio. I don't understand how all of a sudden Lamar Jackson is the MVP after winning two games and he's not leading in any major quarterback stats. It's Purdy and Dak at the top. Well, statistically, they're having better seasons, but I think factually, they're also on better teams. The demerit 
that has always scored against Brock, that the team around him is so talented, it's not just him doing it. If they're scoring that against Brock, they got to score that for Lamar Jackson. Because Lamar has got a good team around him. There ain't anyone great on that offense. Mark Andrew was the closest thing he had to a great player on his offensive side of the ball with him. And he went down. J.K. Dobbins might have been there, but he went down early with an injury. So what is held against Purdy, I think, buoys the Lamar Jackson MVP case. And with all due respect, James Caniglio, Lamar isn't just suddenly the MVP after winning two games. The Ravens are going to finish with the best record in the NFL. I mean, that's 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 very impressive. L- Lamar Jackson is a badass and is the closest thing we've seen to a one-man army in this league in a long time. And that's why I think he's going to do it. Damon, will you start taking calls on your show? Alex, so I had the last couple of Fridays off because it was the holidays. My mom's in town. I got kids. Uh, But we are doing Sports Phone Fridays now, and we take video calls, and people have been doing it, and we're going to do that again this Friday. Looking forward to it. We're also going to have another Wake Up with Damon and Larry, Monday and Friday, the rest of the way. Monday and Friday, the rest of the way, and Larry and I were talking after today's show, and look, if if the Niners are seriously in the Super Bowl, we're going to do a Wake Up with Damon and Larry every day between the NFC title game and that Super Bowl. Should that happen? Again, the sip of the day was just water at this point. Our first super chat, RG Teamster, saying practicing with our top tier defense and offense will do more than playing and risking injury versus the bottom of the barrel Rams and backups. Happy New Year's, Damon. Well, look, the Rams are not a bottom of the barrel team at all. The Rams are really a good team right now and winning games and executing a lot of things that they weren't executing in the beginning of the year. But yeah, I mean, to be able to, again, there's not a single play in the playbook that this team doesn't know how to run. Everything is just in the devil of the details right now. And Kyle's got two weeks in a row to iron out any detail he might not have liked or didn't, didn't, didn't like the return on that. And he's got all kinds of time to get creative and start looking ahead to opponents and best ways to match up. It's just, again, a luxury that they don't have just one week, two weeks. Oh, Bryce Herbert said, by the way, the Madden curse is officially broken. Lamar won MVP. Brady won two bowls. Mahomes just two wins. Stop with the Madden curse. Uh, you know, I, here's the thing. I haven't bought like a box of a video game since I got my PlayStation 5. I just download everything into the PlayStation 5. So I don't even know who's on the cover of these things anymore. I, I don't. I guess it's the the first guy you see on the screen, which is Josh Allen when you fire it up. But then they have like like Michael Vick is is like the like the you know when you're in the the menu screen right now. At least it is on me. I think they, they rotated players. There was a John Madden uh, player earlier. 
Then there was Randy Moss. Now it's Michael Vick. Like they use all sorts of names. I, I couldn't even tell you who the cover athlete was, except I do think it was Josh Allen this year. And look at the bills. Oh no, I froze the damn thing again because of the, that thing. Seriously? Seriously, the whole damn thing's frozen now? It's funny, my picture's frozen, but I can still go ahead and bring up the, the graphics and people who have chatted in here. Unbelievable. I gotta quit this whole thumbs up thing. I don't know what the hell is happening with this. It's driving me nuts. Well, I, I told the family I was only going to go about 40 minutes today anyway, so let me scan here for any Super Chats. Uh, thank you very much to Tommy Huxley. Tommy, this buy is huge. The Niners traveled so many miles. Yeah, they don't leave the time zone anymore, Tommy, between now and the Super Bowl, if they're lucky enough to be there. Uh, man. I'm sorry that the screen froze. Audio's good. Video's frozen. Just restart your video again. I, I, I can't do that without clicking out of this channel. And once I click out of this channel, it's done. It's gone. You would have to click into another channel to continue this show. And like I said, I, I, I promised the wife I would have a short one today anyways because we got to get the boys out of the house. Uh, today's the last day where we got both boys at home all day. Uh, Ozzy gets to go back to daycare starting tomorrow. Thank God the two-year-old's driving us nuts. We, <laughs> seriously, we need, a little, we need a little break from the two-year-old. Um, uh, on Wednesday, by the way, there won't be an 11 a.m. show on Wednesday because we're going to bring Jack to the Monterey Bay Aquarium, and it's my mom's last day in town. So just be prepared, plucers. We're not going to do an 11 a.m. or on Wednesday, but I'll have something for you. I promise you that. And thank you. Happy Pluse here. Happy New Year to everyone. Uh, you are an incredible audience. You're an incredible community. Thank you so much for all the support you've given. Um, you're the best. Sorry the video froze. Damn it. We'll be back at it tomorrow, and we'll talk more about the Warriors. Trace Jackson Davis got to start. The Warriors are 0-2 on this big homestand, and they got an Orlando Magic team that can absolutely beat them at Chase Center on Tuesday. So we'll talk a little bit about that, but today was all Niners, and why not? Because it was a one seed on January 1st. Can't start a year better than that. The graphics overlay, by the way, you can turn it off in the settings, Damon. Uh, the graphics is an overlay. No, that's the thing. The graphics I can still bring up in and in and out. See that? Oh, you know what I got to do here before we go? I already thank my sponsors on Wake Up, but thank you, Ike. Ike, you are the man. First and foremost, of all the men in the world, Ike is the man. He sponsors us in an unbelievable fashion. Don't look at that frozen, ugly mug. Look up in the corner and see that beautiful animated Ike right there. Ike's loving sandwiches. Get yourself an Ike's this week. We'll give love to Uncle Boys. Again, they're our Friday Good for Ball, Bad for Ball sponsor, but we have had a couple of Fridays off, so we want to get some love for Uncle Boys right here and there. And my post-game and Damon sponsor has been Dr. Paul Hughes. My knees feel absolutely incredible thanks to Dr. Paul Hughes. His offices are in San Mateo. You can email him at info at orthopedicsurgeries.com, and you should do that before you decide to get any invasive surgery. God, I look so fat in that frozen picture. Look at the chunk in the neck. That's not flattering at all. We should get the hell out of here. Oh my God. Roll closing graphics. 
and let's go. Sports don't build character. They reveal it.